Welcome to Pain Auto Talk. I'm Chris Marshall of the Pain Street Team, brought to you by Pain Auto Group, deep in the heart of the Rio Grande Valley, in the great Lone Star State, and also PainAutoGroup.com on the worldwide internet. Here at Payne Auto Talk, we discuss all the goings-on in the automotive industry, including sales, service, being a consumer, and also being automotive enthusiasts as well. Today, our first guest is Adrian Gonzalez from Payne Edinburgh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Welcome to the show, Adrian. How are you doing? I'm doing outstanding. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing all right. I'm here with you, and here we are. Let's let's get this thing going. Uh, you're you're here at Payne Auto Group. Uh, been away for a while, and you're back. What's your position right here at uh, Payne Edinburgh CDJR? I'm actually the general sales manager currently right now. Awesome, awesome. So when it comes down to the vehicles coming in and out, you're the one with your a finger on the button, you know, the pulse of what's going on here in the shop and also outside. That's right. That's Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely one of our main things uh, for success here is that I'm involved in 100% of every single deal that walks in through the door. So I think uh, it's been uh, trying to be effective with every single deal that I look through. But yes, uh, I look at every single deal and I'm, I'm the one who pushes that red button. <laughs> All right. Now, that's a lot of responsibility, which means you've, you've been in the industry a while. Yes, I've been in the industry for about uh, 10 years. Wow. And it, with, with people experience, uh, even it, it's a big thing. It's a mm-hmm. big thing. You know, you just don't want somebody fly by night. So that, that really, that sets me at ease. And I know it sets the bosses at ease. And I know yes. you wouldn't be where you're at if you didn't have that experience. Right. Exactly. Actually, what? one little, little fun fact is, uh, I started my career with the Payne Auto Group, uh, 10 years ago. Uh, it was my first uh, sales job at the Ed Payne Motors in, uh, Westlaco. That's where oh, I started yeah. selling cars. Yeah. That's the, that's the mothership of the Mopar shops here for Payne. <laughs> so we had, to, right. we got to Ed Payne Motors there in Westlaco. Uh, then we branched out into Rio with Payne Rio CDJR. And now we're here in Edinburgh on 281. You're, oh yeah. It's you're awesome. in the thick of things. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's, it's excited to get, be back home for sure. For sure. Excellent. Well, welcome back home. Let's let, we're going to dive into the personal. I always we try to get that human side. What was your first car? What was your first vehicle? My first vehicle was a 2008 Dodge Avenger. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you still yeah. got it? Uh, no, 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 no. That thing is long gone after I crashed it like four times. Oh man! <laughs> I wasn't a very good driver. <laughs> well, I bet you are now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. And how did you? Um, how did you get into the automotive biz? I mean, what uh, the, the calling from high? Well, it was uh, it was actually a funny thing. I uh, I was working at Whataburger. As a matter of fact, the first two years of my career, everybody called me Whataburger. So uh, <laughs> I started at Whataburger flipping burgers, and uh, you know, by seventeen, I was like a team leader. And you know, uh, as soon as I turned eighteen, you know, they gave me uh, uh, first like the first month after I turned eighteen, they gave me a manager position. And uh, I used to work at a store where one of the general managers used to go and buy like 30 breakfast on a buns and like he'd come during lunch and he'd go 40, you know, water burgers. And I was always hustling and moving. And, you know, I strived in customer service because I was in the restaurant business and I honestly thought I was going to be in the restaurant business forever. And he kind of just reached out to me. He'd be like, Hey man, you do good in the car business, man. You, you do really good. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I'm a manager, you know, I'm, you know, 18 year old self. So, uh, one day he just, uh, walked in, he says, Hey man, why don't you come see me? Uh, so I went to go see him, um, actually purchased a car from, from him and, uh, sat down in his office and, uh, he kind of just told me the ins and outs and, uh, the rest is history. I went to go sell cars, uh, went to go sell cars there at Ed Payne Motors, uh, the following month. And, uh, within 10 months I went into F&I, uh, and, uh, and just started moving up the ranks with the Payne Auto Group. I was about to say, you're a fast mover when it comes to that. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I went teenager in, and, and managing a Whataburger. Yeah, yeah. I, I only did it for a couple months. And uh, when I came to... 
to, to sell vehicles. Uh, it was a lot very similar to the restaurant business as far as, uh, you know, customer service. If you take care of the customer, the customer's going to take care of you. So uh, when I came in here, it was like a really good fit, even though people wouldn't think that, you know, from sales to like managing a restaurant, you know, went in there and uh, within eight to nine months, uh, I would say nine months, uh, you know, I got my first opportunity to go into to, to finance. And uh, like I said, the the rest is history, you know, kept moving around with, uh, with the paint auto group. They kept giving me opportunities and and uh, giving me all the tools to succeed uh, as a, at a younger age. I got, I got promoted at 19, so it was wow. it was a, it was a little little weird, a little you know learning curve definitely. But uh, but I'm very grateful for for the ownership giving me uh, that opportunity that young. Yeah, I was about to say you've you've been diving off in the deep end for a while. Yes, yeah, that, that's that's wow. this is all I know. <laughs> and and uh, especially uh, in any business, mm-hmm. is repeat business is the main thing. Yes. And I know Whataburger, I don't know how many, uh, I don't know how many patties they put between bread every day, (laughs) but um, I know I've contributed to their success. And of course, uh, with automobiles, even though we're not uh, buying a car every day, uh, with that repeat business, when, when customers come in to, to put them into ease Mm -hmm. and to basically to punch through the stereotypes, because there's a lot of stereotypes and misconceptions about, you know, what's the old Mm -hmm. adage of, Oh, a used car salesman. Yes. You Uh know, and I know people have hangups about that, but, uh, we're, we're people too, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And we're also consumers. So what's, what's, what's a bit of advice you would give, let's say, um, I know it's kind of, uh, daunting, for some folks to sit there and to be a first time buyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what are some points you would give and some tips you would give to a first time buyer before they even hit the store or before they even yeah. click on painautogroup.com? What, what are some things that they should have, uh, ready to go? Well, definitely. I'm glad you bring that up. I'm actually currently working with, uh, with, uh, with a, uh, with a couple schools, um, to, to see if I can, they'll invite me over right now with COVID it's a little bit different, but uh, talking to a couple schools to see if I can go talk to seniors. One of the things that they don't teach you in school is, uh, how to file your taxes and how credit works. Oh, that's no joke. And, and, and it's uh, very surprising that I've become almost like a teacher to these younger kids coming to come and buy a car that, uh, really have no knowledge on how their credit works or, you know, um, there's many industries, the mortgage industry, the car industry, you know, buying furniture, uh, they're all completely different. And, uh, I think if we start preparing our youth into learning on how credit works and how they can set themselves up um, for long-term success, I mean, I think I'm glad you brought that up. One of the biggest advices that I give, um, you know, my young, my, my younger consumers that want to come buy a car is, you know, don't uh, come in here, start small and work your way up. Um, you know, um, more than, uh, more than uh, plenty of times so that we get a lot of people that, you know, they want their first car to be, a you know forty fifty thousand dollar vehicle. Unfortunately, because it's their first car, sometimes uh, there's not that many programs out there, and they end up paying a higher interest rate um, for that big vehicle. So I always stay humble. If it's your first car, let's get yourself into a nice you know a nice smaller vehicle, um, and then work your way up, and uh, eventually you know get yourself into the big boy vehicles uh, to paying less interest ultimately, and then you qualify for different programs. You know, right now there's uh, seventy two months uh, on uh, Ram fifteen hundreds and seventy two months on at zero percent grand cherokee so you know something fun is uh the best thing about borrowing money is borrowing money for free yeah (laughs) i was about to say um for those of us who grew up with posters on our wall Mm -hmm. i mean i had friends that had lamborghinis and porsches Mm -hmm. on their wall and me i'm i'm old school i mean i had the i had the general lee in the air 
So that was kind of the car for me. And here I am at the, yes, I have a soft spot for Mopar, (laughs) but, but going like you touched base on something very important. I'm in school. I know it's reading, writing and solve for X, Mm -hmm. you know, it's reading, writing, arithmetic. Mm -hmm. And they did teach us back in the day. uh, And this was back in the nineties. That's I'm dating myself to when I was in high school, but to balance a checkbook, Mm -hmm. but to, but to actually do things for, you know, working on your taxes, how do you, you know, apply for a loan? Mm -hmm. And it's those kind of things like, um, you know, some kid that's, you know, 18 years old, Mm -hmm. probably if, if they haven't had a part-time job Mm -hmm. yet, they can walk into a bank and get a, you know, $100,000 college loan. Mm -hmm. And it's almost, you know, you're off to the races, but but you try that same thing with how about a $10,000 business startup loan or how about, uh, a loan for a down payment on a, on mm-hmm. a new vehicle or even a pre-owned vehicle. Right. And the bank's going to, you know, shriek in horror, grab their, um, their, you know, clutch their pearls mm-hmm. and go, no, no, no. So to prepare, you know, the youth for, you know, the youth of today, or even, mm-hmm. you know, a first time, I'll just, I'll just say a first time buyer to, to have all their ducks in a row mm-hmm. before they hit the door. You know, I hope to make an impact one day in the, in the school system. I want to, I want to be able to have a, a a class, you know how they have, you know, they have a ag class and they have all these type of different extracurricular activities. I wish there would be a financial responsibility class where people that want, not force it upon them, but, you know, kids that want to learn more about being financially responsible and preparing them out there for the future. Because even though you turn 18, you're off to college and you say, well, you know, I'm not really going to buy a car. I have a paid off car. I'm, you know, I'm not going to get into debt. You're going to apply for student loans. You have to understand how student loans work. Yep. That's extremely important. That's something that, you know, you have an 18-year-old kid that's never financed anything, getting them to sign a, a contract for a student loan. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, very respon- uh, You have to be very responsible to make those type of decisions because it's still a loan at the end of the day. So That's right. And loans got to be paid back. That even goes to family, too. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? right. And that's they'll right. remind you forever. That's right. <laughs> Whether at the, at the dinner table during Thanksgiving uh-huh. or Christmas or, yeah, you know, right. why didn't I get a card this year? Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Family's family. Uh, with that, um, let's say it's a first-time first buyer. Let's say they, they have the part-time job, or let's say it's a student in college. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some of the, just like the top three uh, things to save up on money and how to, uh, you know, get into that first beginner vehicle, that, that first one to get you from point A to point B? Right. So there's different programs out there. I know different manufacturers that have different programs. Sometimes they'll go and they'll have the college grad program. Uh, what the college grad program offers is that anyone that's going to graduate within four months of applying or uh, up to a year and a half after graduating, uh, they qualify for what they call a tier one uh, rate. Um, you do have to prove that you're going to graduate or you do have to have a diploma and uh, you do pay a very low interest as long as you don't have any DROGs on your credit. DROGs are any type of de- derogatory mark uh, such as uh, yeah, past due credit cards, uh, you know, payday loan that you didn't pay, stuff like that. Those programs are available more than more than most times um, that doesn't happen. You know, there's always going to be um, hiccups around the road. Um, so what I definitely recommend customers, um, consumers, and, you know, and, and younger people is if you do not have a co-signer, like such as a parent, a grandparent, a, an uncle, somebody that can help you, guarantee that note to the bank. 
Um, definitely uh, cash down, um, money down, a down payment is definitely going to help you. Um, yes, it is a depreciating asset at the end of the day, but um, the, what the, a down payment does do is it guarantees you that you will be in a better trading situation next time around when you come visit us in a year, two years, when you come and trade out and get want to get a better rate or want to get a better, more reliable vehicle. So um, definitely um, seek out your options and don't just... Uh, don't just go based on what you, you know, like at first, you know, don't just go based on what you like, uh, base it upon on what's going to get you from point A to point B, um, the safest way possible and, uh, uh, as cost effective as possible. Yeah. And that's when, when we look at the, the price of fuel, how it fluctuates, yeah. we think about inflation. I know that affects, uh, every industry all the way around and with mm-hmm. economy, um, I know economy is really, uh, been picking up, especially for larger vehicles. Of course, we're in South Texas. We're in the Lone Star State. This is where the tailgate, where the truck is, is king. Right. And uh, the the sedan is kind of. I've noticed it's kind of on its not. It, I don't know if it's on its way out. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or because crossovers have definitely, you know, mm-hmm. the the mom and dad grocery getter. Right. You know, and also it has to be a. A vehicle for all seasons, mm-hmm. meaning uh, it's going to be something to pick the kids up, drop them off at soccer, go on a road trip, and have plenty of room for humans and their gear. But also, it's got to be something easy mm-hmm. on the wallet or the purse at the pump. Right, and uh, that's one thing that people really look at. I mean, I even I have a full size SUV. And even on the road, believe it or not, it has a V6 back in the day. Yeah. I mean, my folks had two Suburbans, you know, V8 power. You know, now it's a it's a V6 and I'm getting 20 to 22 miles a gallon on the highway. Oh, wow. And I even told uh, mm-hmm. Raul, our Ford uh, manager yeah. over West Coast, I'm getting 22. And he just looked at me and I said, I'm serious. And I, had a, I took a picture of the driver information display mm-hmm. and showed him. So, and that's for me with what I do. And that's, and that's, I think what you were touching base on was that what is the purpose of the platform of vehicle you have? You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to want a small car or a sports car to pull a trailer if, right. if need be. Right. And I know crossovers are now, they're, they're filling that niche, like on mm-hmm. every level, they're everything to everybody. Um, <clears throat> and with that, um, for the people who do go to school, they do their, their, uh, like trade school, South Texas, STC, mm-hmm. they've got a heck of a trade school program going on. And with these two-year trade schools, I don't know, Harlingen at TSTC, they have theirs too. Um, what, are there programs and incentives for, let's say, somebody going into the trades, let's say going into HVAC or plumbing, because mm-hmm. we have uh, the, the the Dodge uh, tradesmen, mm-hmm. or the Ram tradesmen, don't right. we? Right, yes, yes, we do. Uh, not only that, but also... Uh, we do have uh, a lot of people that are going in for mechanics and technicians in uh, you know these uh, local colleges. Uh, when they come and purchase a vehicle from us, I'll also let them know, hey, as soon as you graduate, can you come see me? I, you, I might have a job lined up for you because we're just in need of technicians like crazy. So as far as vehicles, um, when you're in college, usually you're not going to need something that big r- right away. Uh, what I usually recommend is getting something that's a little bit more... Um, uh, something that you're going to utilize. You don't have to overdo it. Uh, you know, um, right now what's becoming very popular are leases tremendously mm-hmm. as the price of vehicles go up. Yeah. It is insane. I mean, how much vehicles are costing right now. So the leases are the way to go right now. Um, I, I just recently, you know, finance, uh, leased, I'm sorry, a Grand Cherokee. It's a $47,000 Grand Cherokee. Mm-hmm. 
excellent credit. Usually you'd be at an $800, $850 payment. Well, I ended up getting a four-year lease uh, for $420 a month. Wow. Um, and that's something because I trade out every three years. Yes. So, you know. That used to be it, the standard. I know people say, I have a lease for, and I'm going to do a two-year thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So now, <laughs> you know, every three years, the beauty is I get a super small payment, and uh, every three years, I get to have a new vehicle. So that's very popular. Yeah, shiny and new always is a great incentive in itself. And also, with with maintenance packages. I right. Mean, that's mm-hmm. with maintenance built in, like uh, it has your 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 standard uh, vehicle uh, uh, warranty uh, that comes from the manufacturer. Um, it's three years or thirty six thousand miles. So not only are you going to have a vehicle every new every three years, every four years, uh, most of that loan is going to be covered by your your manufacturer warranty that'll cover any man- uh, mechanical breakdowns. So you don't even have to rake out you know your oil changes or if something electrical happens with the vehicle. As long as it's a manufacturer defect, you don't have to. Uh, basically put anything out of pocket you bring it in and that's it you just have to worry about your little payment (laughs) and that's and that's great and here at uh, Payne Edinburgh CDJR you'll even have a car wash here yeah so that's right we'll wash your car Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's that's convenient in itself uh with uh what's hot right now like what's going on what is what is the going thing you said Grand Cherokee Mm -hmm. and I have to bring it up I mean we lost John Candy about 30 years ago and every time I think of the Jeep Grand Wagoneer oh man that is that is the John Candy mobile and I've only I've seen a few stills of it it's Mm -hmm. on TV it's on digital and tell me about the the Grand Wagoneer. Come on, tell, sing, oh, sing me the song of my people. Come on. Well, well, I don't know. I'm going to tell you guys a little insider. Uh, I think we're going to be getting one in the next month or so. So I already have a list of people that are like, as soon as it gets there, <laughs> do not post it anywhere. I'm going to go buy it. You know, it's like, oh, man, I might want to hold it here for a little bit. I kind of, It's a beautiful <laughs> vehicle, guys. Just to let every, everyone know, I did see it in person. And, oh, my God, it is just uh, a beautiful vehicle all around. It's, uh, it's going to be really competing out there with the bigger SUVs such as like the Yukons, uh, the Tahoes. So it's going to be that massive. It's going to be huge. It's capable, but also it's luxury. I mean, just Mm -hmm. the pictures of the interior alone and is it going to have that same, uh, I call it the iPad, like on the Ram trucks, they have that huge <laughs> yeah. center stack. It's bigger than an iPad. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a massive touch screen. It does does a Grand Wagoneer have that too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so it's, so it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have a lot of perks. Uh, right now, uh, I don't know if before we used to be like really. Uh, really font about, hey, you know what? We have uh, air vents in the back. Well, now oh, yeah. everyone's fighting on who has the most USB ports on the vehicle. Oh, yeah, and, and they're <laughs> USB 3 uh, cables. Yeah, correct. Yeah, USB 3 cables. And, I mean, it's just... Uh, Depending on how it's equipped, because we actually got a couple that are very highly equipped and then some that are a little bit less equipped. But, I mean, you're talking about um, you're going to get all, even on the base model Wagoneer, you're going to get a lot of luxury. Uh, You're definitely going to get the best bang for your buck, for sure. And I think uh, some of us purists were going to ask, does it come with the wood panel? Oh, on my the God. Side? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> or, or no, but get... we could definitely add that on. That's right. <laughs> and, and that's one thing with, um, with, with going through. I know some people, they, they want the extras, and sometimes they will go to, uh, you know, they'll go to a third party, uh, mm-hmm. somebody to install something. But doing something with pain with our technicians, we and we do have OEM parts. Mm-hmm. But installing that stuff, uh, that does not that does not void the warranty, correct? As long that, as the warranty works, or it's done by y'all. That that is correct. Uh, you know, just to give you an example, we sold a uh, Ram twenty five hundred uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, 
and uh, the customer he pulls trailers and he wanted a gooseneck hitch and oh, yeah. uh, you know he came in here he says I want a gooseneck hitch and I want this and I want that and um, our sales people are they're here to they're here to serve uh, our sales consultants go above and beyond for our customers so right now it's uh, at the shop getting all that stuff uh, put on there so when the customer takes delivery of the vehicle it's basically just get up and go he can put that truck to work and if he has a problem with it just like I said with the warranty mm-hmm, work that's it's guaranteed under you that way it's not somebody just punching a hole in the body all of a sudden it voids their correct yeah it will not void your warranty and uh, all your basic manufacturer warranties are still applied so if anything goes wrong with it since it was applied here with us it, it would cover it 100% that's awesome that's awesome um what's what's on the horizon what if if you had that magic button you could push what what would you want to put out personally what would you want to put out on the market as far as vehicles yeah barracuda oh man <laughs> did, you, did you hear that all my mopar motorheads out there <laughs> now i know some people say what's mopar that means motor parts that's a uh, dodge chrysler and plymouth yeah the plymouth barracuda now i know with Chevy, they have the Camaro, and I've mm-hmm. seen the aftermarket stuff where they actually they take a Camaro, they put the screaming chicken on it, and they put the Trans Am front end on it. And uh. oh, let me tell you something: my mustache gets bigger and my cowboy hat gets taller. And, you know, <laughs> God bless Burt Reynolds. But man, when you see things like Barracuda, I mean, that was that was a uh, something to be feared mm-hmm. as yeah. far as the uh, the street racing kind of folks was. When you say Hemi Cuda, mm-hmm. that was something to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I know Plymouth uh, going the way of the Dodo, uh, you know, you would actually, would you bring back Plymouth itself or would the Cuda be like just a, a side option? I, I think I think if the Barracuda can be signed on to uh, like Dodge, mm-hmm. um, that'd be awesome. Um, kind of like, I don't know if you guys have heard recently about the, uh, the Hummer. Uh, uh, Hummer's not its own entity anymore it's going to be signed on by gm gmc yeah so it's going to be a gmc hummer uh so just like they brought back the hummer if Mm -hmm. uh they can make like a you know they can resurrect that one resurrect that one that'd be amazing and and just sign it on to as a dodge product the dodge barracuda i mean oh man that'd be great i want yeah i want royalties if it does come out just for saying (laughs) nickel every time one goes out (laughs) yeah oh return of the coronet 500 the businessman's mopar yes or i should say the business professionals mopar yeah oh man um and there's some there's some things i know it's it's preying on people's minds at the moment and you mentioned it like yeah we uh, this vehicle was sold the other day. That means it is in stock. We're having to wait a, a little bit here to um, get the Grand Wagoneer. I'm I'm excited, but that one that elephant in the room, yep. that silicon elephant in the room, is uh, the chipsets. Yep. Uh-huh. I know what's going on in the, with global affairs, and people are there. It's a concern mm-hmm. because I believe. The numbers, it, quote, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, sometime last year we were at, uh, how was it, 3.458 uh, million new vehicles mm-hmm. that were on the lots or coming off the line mm-hmm. to go to uh, the dealerships. And now in the entire continental U.S., we're scratching about a, a million. So we're down almost 70%. And they're trying to get that ramped back mm-hmm. up. So how can we uh, set people's minds at ease? Well, uh, our our sales professionals have adapted very, very well. Um, just like anybody else, uh, once the whole pandemic hit, they kind of panicked a little bit, just like anybody else, you know. And uh, But uh, we, uh, 
you know, um, we, we, we have proven that we've been able to adapt very well. And one of the speeches I gave to them is like, guys, you got to remember the species that survives the most, the longest, I'm sorry, the species that survives the longest is the, I mean, the species that survives the longest is the one that's most adaptable to change. So we have to adapt to change. So right now what we're doing is uh, we're doing a lot of pre-order vehicles. We're uh, on a daily basis, we're printing out what's being allocated over to us. And uh, we're becoming more of like um, over-the-phone ninjas. And uh, we're calling them up and uh, we're saying, Mr. Customer, uh, you're one of the first people to know, but we just got allocated a Wrangler. Uh, it's in red in color. I have all the details and uh, the Maroni sticker on it. We're setting up that appointment. Customers coming in, looking at all the specs, all the, all the details, and the customers either leaving a deposit or signing contracts. At that point, that vehicle becomes theirs. So when it does get here in two weeks, um, um, it's it's their vehicle. And uh, of course, if it gets here and it's not what we specified, you know, they don't have to take the vehicle. But it's becoming now that we're getting uh, one truck load, two truck loads a week, and um, out of nine, eight vehicles in the truck, six are sold already. Excellent. So uh, we're adapting very well. Um, with the, the, the consumers just having to wait a little bit longer to get the vehicle that they actually want. Um, and also the manufacturers are being very aggressive with the financing and also the leases, uh, of course. They're getting very, very aggressive with these programs. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, there is a shortage in vehicles, but we still have over 600 car uh, pre-owned vehicles in, in our lot. And uh, it's, it fits everybody's needs. We have from small cars to large SUVs, trucks, diesels, you name it. Um, even though we are short on inventory, we will find the perfect vehicle that will fit your needs somewhere in the group. Um, we have one of the largest uh, pre-owned uh, inventories uh, in the Valley. So, And that's what I, I was going to touch on that next. We do have pain pre-owned centers Valley-wide. Yes. But also mm-hmm. we at, the, at our main franchise dealerships, it's also pre-owned there too. Correct. And uh, I know just like what... Uh, you mentioned about getting the, the right vehicle and it's not just mom and pop stuff. It's also a uh, fleet and commercial. Mm-hmm. And that's right. one thing I've noticed is that at our pre-owned centers and even here, uh, somebody will come in with a 2,500 or what we call three quarter ton or a one ton. Mm-hmm. And it's here for a very short time because mm-hmm. yes. somebody else needs it for farm ranch and, you know, yeah. fleet. Yeah. It's, it's becoming uh, the 2,500, 3500s commercial vehicles. Um, you know, three, four years ago, we couldn't give them away. You know, it'd be, we'd be begging for business right now. It's uh, and, and, and that's one of the most difficult parts when you have long-term friends, long-term customers. I mean, I have, I have companies, corporations that have bond vehicles for me for the past eight, 10 years. And uh, it, uh, it's difficult to let them know, you know, they come to me and says, Adrian, I'll pay you up front. I need 15 pro master cities. Wow. And, and I, I fit those because they're commercial and they're not like a priority for the manufacturer. Um, you know, they're getting pushed back a little bit. So, and the pro master uh, is the smaller, mm-hmm. uh, that's based off of the, uh, Pacifica platform. Yes. So, yes. so, so it's a little bit smaller. It's not like the big pro. It's Masters. not a full size. Not van. A full, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's more like, uh, the, uh, if y'all are familiar with, uh, Dodge caravan and, uh, which became, uh, what was it, the Chrysler? Oh, Lord, I had one. I loved it. I, I, I miss the van. It didn't town have and country? Yes, I had a town and country. <laughs> and uh, that now the, the ProMaster, it's, it's, it's a drivable cab, but it's all enclosed, right? Mm-hmm. And, right? And this is what I was talking about with the uh, contractor vehicles. And you all do have, you know, it's a, it has a sliding door. It's right. tall. It can be a mobile billboard uh, with, a, your, with a vinyl wrap put on it for your business. And yeah. uh, was it, what's that? Uh, edible eats or, or yeah, edible yeah, yeah. arrangements. Arrangements, yeah. Edible arrangements. They have stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. can put the uh, 
the refrigerant the reefer on top to keep everything cool mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people a lot of, you have the uh the toolboxes and the shelving we actually used a, a vehicle like that for the stock show for our booth mm-hmm. and for years we just kind of put our swag and giveaway just we cram it in any vehicle that had space but with those uh the was it, was it the promaster the series Pro mm-hmm. so that's that's the small one that's the what's, what's well the, the, the small one is the promaster city promaster city and, and, and the, the big pro, one is the, just the promaster Pro, mm-hmm. promaster so that's like the traditional the traditional traditional uh, dodge van yeah the or ram and that's and that's my that's my hang up i still mm-hmm. say dodge oh, i say no. dodge ram i still remember the i call them flat nose dodges back in the day uh-huh. when they still had the actual ram hood ornament on there oh, those are beautiful and that's what uh, my my family ran for their farming business since the late 60s until the uh, late eighties into ninety, when my grandfolks sold the business. So yes, I grew wow. up Mopar, and uh, so we've got that. And the I just want to go back to the uh, new stuff. When people order it, mm-hmm. when they when they sign up for that vehicle and they order it and they get that deal, they get that mm-hmm. payment. They mm-hmm. they have all that. If they wait a while, when the vehicle shows up, nothing's going to change. Right? No, nothing's going to change. Usually we. We, we go ahead and do contracts and everything once we know that the vehicle is in transit. So whenever we get allocated a vehicle to the point that they actually uh, deliver it, we'll call the customer maybe three weeks, two to three weeks out from the vehicle actually arriving to the dealership. So it's still within 30 days. So um, Once their financing is locked in their APR, that's, that's it. it. They don't that's have to worry about anything just ballooning up or anything. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. And that's why we strategic strategically uh, uh, call <laughs> call them before 30 days prior to the vehicle getting here uh, that way nothing changes everything that's agreed upon it's it uh, stays absolutely the same all we got to do is just wait for the vehicle to get here get it washed up gassed up and uh, get them on the road awesome yeah and with and with pre-owned i mean it's a smorgasbord you know uh, it's a buffet basically i mean yesterday was it yesterday i came in i believe or the day before i came in and there was this beautiful challenger Mm-hmm. outside and the black uh, one no it mm-hmm. was a it was the orange one. Oh yes and, yes, yes, yes and uh one of our associates in our digital department pete lopez i said what's this you know did this just arrive he goes believe it or not that's pre-owned mm-hmm. and i couldn't believe it mm-hmm. and uh it had come in the customer i believe ordered a hellcat yeah mm-hmm. uh, a challenger hellcat and, th- and this one was an orange 392 it had the fender flares on it i mean it was you know it was just muscular and, and ready for action. And I just kept looking at it going, that can't be pre-owned. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had come in as a trade and then it was already sold. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's, that's how quick it is. And I know people can go online with uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. Payne Edinburgh Chrysler Dodge Deep Ram. We call it CDJR. Uh, they can go on there. Also PayneAutoGroup.com. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned our digital section. Uh, that's a that's a great way to do it. And when they click on the vehicle at your uh, dealership, uh, they can actually start the process of their uh, work on their financing right. and their payment there, correct? Yeah, that, that is correct. Yeah, and we try to make everything as easy as possible for, for the customer. I mean, just uh, last month, we had a customer from uh, Laredo. Wow, one, all the way from Laredo. From Laredo, but here, here's, here's where it got cool. So this customer, and I get it because I'm a... I'm a Laramie Longhorn guy too. I love I love oh, yeah. Laramie Longhorn. Love the options. He yep. wanted a CERN vehicle with CERN color match, and uh, I couldn't order any of them because all of the ones that I had were already sold. So we found a dealer from Austin that was willing to dealer trade for one of the Laramie Longhorns that that I have uh, that, that I have here. Um, so we told the salesman go pick up the vehicle from Austin. 
And okay. a dealer trade is when you cut a deal with another dealer. Correct. And actually, you're swapping vehicles from your lots. Correct. So I told, I, I basically told them, um, we'll give you our red uh, Laramie Longhorn for your two-tone Laramie Longhorn, and we'll do we'll do a swap. Excellent. So we went to Austin. We dealer traded with with that dealership, and then after we dealer traded it, we then from Austin went to Laredo. Dropped off the, the, the vehicle, signed contracts with one of the managers and one of the sales personnel, picked up their trade, and then they drove back to Edinburgh <laughs> to turn everything in. So wow. we did. We went all around Texas, to, uh, you know, to just make sure that our Loretto customer uh, is has, had been taken care of. And that's and that's one thing I know some folks have, even me as a consumer for a long time, is going in and waiting and sitting around. Right. And... I've I've approached customers on the floor and even out on the street, you know, with the street team, and they say, "Yeah, I went on your website, and it made it so much easier." Right. And it's I know it streamlined a lot of things. I mean, people buy things off Amazon, and for the for those of us musicians, we love our guitarcenter.com gets and uh, all that kind of jazz, and of course eBay, but uh, paintautogroup.com is is something that uh, even when I look on there. And I see something I like, and I go, no, not right now, maybe yeah. later. Um, yes, for sure. The the internet has really helped us out a lot with um, <clears throat> like with this return to normalcy. When things really start rocking again, uh, you know, it's going to be alien to some people. It's going to be a yearning for the good old days. But when they when things do get back to normal. And what are some of the things that we need to just remind people of? Like, let's say uh, for maintenance, you know, because not only mm-hmm. does we we do we do uh, sales, but also service. And with maintenance, we have any maintenance packages right now to keep people awaiting that return to normalcy and when they can really get things going. Mm-hmm. Uh, what advice do you have for our consumers, uh, be it their, our customers or not, about getting their vehicle serviced? So um, right now, our new vehicles come with a three-year maintenance uh, plan uh, straight from the manufacturer, but there is um, extended uh, maintenance plans that they could purchase in the finance department. Um, Now, our... We have not seen any uh, problems with our service department. Uh, we have actually, we've been short on technicians because we've had so much work. Really, um, it's 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 been it's been a tremendously a blessing. Um, consumers are coming in. Uh, we're taking all the proper precautions. You know, making sure that the vehicle gets uh, sanitized and make sure that we 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 are as you know we have a full time cleaning person that just cleans the whole dealership wow. all day. Every single day, but you need wrench hour. turners, right? But yeah. we need right now is that that should tell everybody that you know we need technicians, you know. And uh, I know there's some industries out there that are laying off people, and uh, but I'll tell you guys right now the 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 the, the automotive uh, technician and uh, servicing industry is is it's going insane. It's booming, guys. So you know, I, I did have a meeting with one of the the deeds from uh, STC. And I did let them know, hey, if you if you do have some good scholars, you know, that are graduating with uh, some type of certification or send them my way, I'd be more than glad to to give them give them a job. And also, the difference between working here and working at any other dealership, we're one of the few dealerships in the valley that have an air conditioning shop. So, oh, <laughs> and also you have the you have a 
an oil change lane just for, just for oil changes. Yeah, we have we have a, a whole a whole bay where um, a couple bays where we all we do is just oil change, quick a quick lube express. We we try to get those vehicles in and out as quickly as possible, so the the, uh, the customer's not waiting a long time. Um, ultimately, we thrive just in the best customer experience, uh, not just the service, but the customer experience. Uh, you know, uh, uh, ultimately, um, during this pandemic is going to determine. Um, a lot of things, how companies and corporations react to the ongoing changes is going to determine their loyalty from their consumers when everything does go back to normal. Um, so I believe that if we keep doing what we've been doing and the pain group has done a great job in an ongoing adjusting to their, con- uh, their consumers and their customers and, um, you know, kind of just taking care of them no matter what. Um, I think once this whole thing is over, uh, we're just going to, grow tremendously because uh customers never forget that that's for sure excellent and with maintenance uh our uh, digital i say honchess uh cerebral bledo she said this she goes think about this what is that you you play that game called funny noises mm-hmm. when people when people have something going on with their car with a a squeak or a bang yep. or a knock uh, what are the things that they should look for? Like usually, like I'll I'll start off the game. Usually, when you hear squeaking or whining when you're turning your steering wheel, that means you're probably low on power steering fluid, right. or you know the power steering pump. If without fluid for a while, is going to start wearing out. What are some of their knocks and pings and noises that they should be aware of? Remember, folks, don't turn the radio up to make that noise go away. Mm-hmm. You got to get it in uh, to get it uh, taken care of and fixed. You can have a safe vehicle. What are some of the noises they need to watch out for? And what does that entail of what's maybe wrong with your vehicle? Well, just in general, anything, you know, anything that you hear that is not something normal for your vehicle, bring it in. The beautiful thing about uh, purchasing a new vehicle or a pre-owned vehicle from us is that we do offer uh, vehicle service contracts for all the vehicles that are here uh, up to, you know, there's some that go up to 84 months on vehicle mechanical contracts, vehicle service uh, contracts uh, for mechanical breakdowns. So the beautiful thing about that is don't overthink it. If you do have an an opportunity uh, to purchase a vehicle with us and you do get a vehicle service contract or if you even if it's the manufacturer warranty that comes for free, um, as soon as you hear something that's not right, bring it in, guys, because it's better safe than sorry. You know, you don't want to self-diagnose your vehicle and, uh, and and then something worse happens to it. Bring it in. We do have a fleet of loaner vehicles because we do know that, you know, if the vehicle has to stay here for more than one day. You know, we understand that we all have. You got to uh, have those wheels. Yeah, we have, we, have, we, we have a life. We can't be on foot, especially not at these times. So we do have a whole fleet of loaner vehicles that if your vehicle is determined to stay here for a certain period of time, you will be taken care of and you will be put in another car until your vehicle is 100% the way, you know, you're satisfied. And the loaner vehicles, air conditioners do work. That's, That's right. right. Exactly. <laughs> we can't have our people melting. Right. No, we're not putting you in an 86 Ram or something, you know? Ooh, baby. <laughs> or a, Even though Chris might want to. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. My, actually, my first car was a, an 86 Ford Tempo GL. It was a former rental car with 148,000 miles, three different colors of gray. Oh, nice. And I was in JROTC in high school. And we used that as our staff car. And the AC did not work. Ooh. But, yeah, we were melting. <laughs> but um, with people, like you said, don't self-diagnose. But it is good for them to know what yep. those sounds are when they bring it in. And because the, the more they know about what may be wrong, and that way they can have future reference. Like I said, mm-hmm. the uh, the whining with the power steering mm-hmm. if uh, what is it uh, if you hear something going bump 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 and your steering doesn't feel right that's probably the simplest thing mm-hmm. like a flat tire right. and that's that's part of uh, like 
what we call preventative maintenance mm-hmm. That's right. is, you know, tire pressure. Uh, y'all do windshield wiper install, right? right. Not Correct. Not only do you mm-hmm. buy the yep. blades, but... We do we do the install as well, yes. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah, because even sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, a rat in a maze when I'm trying to put that stuff back on. Oh, yeah. No, I... Definitely not for me. Uh, I was definitely not made to be a mechanic. That's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been asking a lot of questions. What do you What do you got on your plate that uh, maybe something I've probably left out or something that people really need to know? No, um, floor is yours. I mean, we, we we pretty much covered uh, we pretty much covered everything. I mean, um, this is the first time we do this, so I mean, uh, yeah, this definitely is episode one. Episode one. So we definitely uh, what we want to do from here is just kind of keep everybody informed in the way the market is and the way what we're doing to going above and beyond to taking care of our customers and uh, what the great programs are out there because sometimes we we do see the same ads uh, over and over again and it gets a little confusing sometimes. So we definitely uh, we we definitely will will love to help you out in any way possible. And right now, like I said, like I mentioned before. The leases are booming right now. So please, if you guys get an opportunity to come visit me, you know, ask me to, to explain to you guys more about the, the lease programs that are going on, uh, especially. And this is not um, for just uh, people, you know, uh, older people or younger people or, you know, a truck, a car, uh, you know, whatever it is. You know, um, I had a customer buy a vehicle for their young daughter that's going to college, a Wrangler. And it's paying three fifty a month for a brand new Wrangler, uh, two door Wrangler. So, uh, so, so yeah, it's uh, there's definitely a lot of great programs out there, and uh, we're we're definitely doing everything we can to adjust to the to to the customer for sure. Yeah, I was about to say Jeep people are they're their own breed. Yeah, they're their mm-hmm. own breed, and now with the Gladiator, it's mm-hmm. been out for a while, having a tailgate. Uh, that's that's a sight to behold. And oh my, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that that is a whole other rabbit hole to go off in because I know Jeep people, they have you can put a tent in the back, mm-hmm. you can have a was it the bustle rack on top, the cargo rack. I've seen people put tents on top of the Jeep, mm-hmm. and they turn their Jeep into a virtual camping site right. to where they're down on the sand at Padre fishing. Right, and yeah. it's like it is home away from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something we can save for later. We'll we'll do that. It's you know what was it. Uh, the pod people from invasion of the body snatchers. It's like Jeep people are like that too. Yeah, for sure. The Jeep people are very loyal people, um, especially people that have bond Wranglers with us. I mean, I've uh, had a customer that uh, I sold her, her first Wrangler in 2010 and uh, she's bond a Wrangler everywhere, everywhere, you know, she, I think she's gotten a total of, five wranglers already and uh, she that loves is, it that is brand and model loyalty right there brand is, and lo- yeah exactly without a wild. doubt without a doubt she called me up as soon as i came back and she was like you know i have to have a jeep wrangler i said oh my god okay so what do you want she's like i want a gladiator i said well first of all it's not a wrangler it's a gladiator it's like yeah but i want it i like the little bed <laughs> the little bed in the back <laughs> and and since uh if she, with customers like that loving a vehicle so much they're going to take care of it which means mm-hmm. with it being pre-owned it's going to have the proper maintenance and everything else going on with it. Right. Cool. Right. Let's let's go off on another part of the human side. All oh right. Oh boy. We're going to talk about music for a little bit. Yep. Now I'm a musician. Do you play? Yes, I play the drums. <laughs> oh, you're a drummer. Excellent. Well, every guitar player like me is a frustrated drummer. I have a very mm-hmm. stupid right foot. But um, and what uh, what kind of music are you into? Like when you get in your vehicle and you turn the key or you push the button, what is coming out of the speakers? 
Well, it depends what mood I'm in. Uh, so there's, it's, it's two extremes. It's either very classical music or very hard metal. You know, it's it just it really. I love I love me some uh, some Frank Sinatra. Uh, I really do. Uh, Frank Sinatra is just it's just it's amazing. Oh, the, the crooners, type. yeah. Oh my God, it's just then. Uh, it's it's just a, in in a in a in a time uh, where everything was so simple, you know, the Frank Sinatra years. So and uh, depending on what mood I am, and then I listen to very hard uh, hard rock, you know. So it depends. It all depends on the day. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. And like with me, I'll I know I play country and I play I play rock, but you know my guilty pleasure is I listen to synth wave. Because I'm a child of the 80s. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's like when I hear the Knight Rider theme, that's, you know, <laughs> the, to me, I love that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, now I do, I do play, and here on the segment, I'm going to put some music in here. And since you play drums, and I can do country and rock, if I was to play something, what would you what would you want to hear? Now, I can go from, like I tell people, I can go from Buck Owens to Black Sabbath, you know, like that. And uh, with acoustic guitar, it's, it's a little different, but uh, I recently did a gig where somebody shouted Led Zeppelin. And just on a whim, I started playing, uh, was it uh, Good Times, Bad Times? Mm-hmm. And they were they were shocked, mm-hmm. and not as shocked as I was, because I went, oh, my God, what am I doing? But I'm like, hey, this is working. Yeah, yeah but, for sure. But uh, if sure. I was to play you a song, what would you want to hear as far as country, rock, soul, R&B? What, what could I kick out for you that you would like to hear? Well, definitely... Um um, my all-time uh, favorite band because they started so many, you know, so many uh, genres after that. I mean, Black Sabbath really, really, really it was the foundation to a lot of different genres today. So you could pick whatever Black Sabbath oh, song man. you want. Okay, I'll see what I can do. I can probably, we'll, we'll put that into a shuffle. No, I think I can do some Sabbath. But yeah, uh, for sure. I'll say that we'll, we'll cover the two bases. And from the country side of the house, like, do you listen to country at all? Um, I don't. I mean, from occasion, you know, whatever they're playing in the showroom and stuff, I'll, you know, I'll be at the house and then my wife will be playing something. And then I'm like, huh, I've heard that before. Oh, yeah, it was in the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. You wanted some Sabbath, Adrian. Here you go. This little swinging Sabbath tune goes out to you, the Oz man himself, and also. R.D.J. Has he lost his mind? Can he see or is he blind? Can he walk at all? Or if he moves, will he fall? Is he alive or dead? Within his head We'll just pass him there Why should we even care He was turned to steel In the great magnetic field When he traveled time For the future of mankind Nobody wants him He just stares at the world That he will soon unfurl Now the time is here For Iron Man to spread fear Vengeance from the grave Kills the people he once saves 
nobody wants him They just turn their heads Nobody helps him Now he plans his revenge saying closing here no 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 that's uh, uh very exciting you know uh to to keep everybody informed of what's going in the automotive industry and uh and uh, hope to do this again sometime yeah we will definitely have a return once again ladies and gentlemen this has been Payne auto talk with mr adrian gonzalez right here at Payne edinburgh chrysler dodge jeep ram we got everything sales and service everything in between so on behalf of myself, Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, brought to you by Payne Auto Group, Valley Wide and PayneAutoGroup.com. We'll see you on down the road here on our next episode of Payne Auto Talk.